Hey, and welcome to A Cup with Joe. With each episode, I'm bringing you rich conversations and refreshing drinks. So sit down, grab your drink, and join me. Hey, y'all, welcome back. Before we get into today's episode, I want to first stop and say thank you so much for all the support and all of the love. You guys have been incredible on this journey that I didn't expect to be on podcasting, but the feedback and your comments, communications, and everything have just been so amazing. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hopefully you like what you hear and you keep hearing and share with a friend. Now let's get into today's topic. We're talking about yoga. So yoga is one of those things that I like. I think people think I'm more into it than I actually am probably because of pictures, you know how it is with social media, but I do like it and I do value the practice, but I wanted to learn more from someone who was certified or more into the practice, what it really included and what it entailed. I was actually very blown away with this conversation because I'm not sure what I was expecting, but I got a whole lot more than whatever that was. So I'm sitting down with Bethany Lord, who is a certified yoga teacher. If you listened to episode two, you heard her guide us through a meditation, um, which I've replayed for sleeping purposes, for just relaxation and, and just so on. It's really incredible. If you haven't heard it, check it out. Bethany's mission is to connect people with their bodies, and she's got an incredible story to share. And in this conversation, she shares how she rebuilt her body, her health and her self image through the practice of yoga. Hey, Bethany, welcome to the show. Hey, Joe. Before we get started, tell me what's in your cup. Uh, well, in my cup today, I'm actually being good. I have my <laughs> filtered water and I actually have some lime and orange essential oils in it. That's delicious. Okay, so tell me about the essential oils in water. I've not heard of that. Oh, so I, I love putting, um, I will add citrus to my water. And I drink a ton more of it. I would also make sure you have a good essential oil. <laughs> Don't use one you bought at um, the grocery store on the shelf. Okay. Uh, but I use doTERRA essential oils. There's several great companies you can look at. Um, but they help detoxify the body. They help boost your energy. Orange is also a great natural teeth whitener. Um, but yeah, so I add them to my waters and I end up drinking a ton more water and taste delicious. I was nervous that you were going to have an alcoholic beverage. <laughs> because that's because, later <laughs> because when, whenever i like i post things you're like oh some tito's or some you know and i'm thinking well we're gonna talk like midday i don't know we probably better hold off on that one well so later i will have a paloma have See? you had one of those i have not are you making me one i will okay. so it's um tequila fresh lime juice and fresh grape juice grapefruit juice and then a little agave and it's delicious I think I have all that downstairs, so <laughs> I might it's be happening. able to make, yeah, yeah, it's definitely happening. So whenever it's safe to come outside, I'll definitely come have one with you. I would love that. So today, because that's, well, I started my day a little later than normal. I'm just not having my morning cup of coffee, but I'm having an orchata latte. So I have some orchata Ooh. in the fridge, I know, and I'm like, oh, let's make orchata latte today. So that's what I'm doing. With a whole bunch Fancy. of 
I'll try. Well, I don't really try, honestly. <laughs> I don't. I just look at the fridge and I'm like, what am I drinking today? And this is what came out. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really a thing. So, I love it. Yeah. I've added some cinnamon sticks and lots Ooh. of cinnamon. And it feels really good. Very comforting, which I think for me goes well or pairs well with our discussion today on all things yoga. Yes. So I was introduced to you as an instructor. I came to a couple of your classes and then I said, I don't really like her. And so I think from that, me being a student uh, to now being a friend of yours, wanted to sit down and chat with you a bit about your journey with yoga. Help us learn a little bit more about how we can begin a practice if we don't already have one. So let's start with how you were introduced with yoga or to yoga. All right. Um, so I'm going to shorten the story down for you condense it a bit. Um, my mom actually introduced me to it in 2012 or 13. Um, so backing up just a tiny bit, I had, um, and I don't, I've never even spoken with you about this. So surprise. Um, I was scraping rock bottom pretty, pretty hard, pretty, pretty deep in my early 20s. I had a huge drug problem and the partner I was with at the time did as well. And we were on our almost second eviction and I go to dinner at my parents and I start feeling really faint and really sick. So I am rushed, you know, to the urgent care with my mom. Um, They do all these tests and they come in and they're like, well, you need to go to the hospital. We can't really do anything for you here because you're pregnant. (laughs) And my mother's sitting behind me. Like, I just remember feeling her gaze burn a hole in the back of my head, but I was so sick. So at the hospital, we find out I have a severe kidney infection. I'm five months pregnant, not just pregnant, five months pregnant. Um, And basically I went home with my parents that night and like, I couldn't even, I think I slept for like three days. So that began my end of using drugs. Um, and the partner I was with at that time, he cleaned up to and stepped up to the plate as a father. And we're actually married now, which is a whole other miracle of a story. Wait, this is your um, husband? Yeah. I've yeah. seen your family pictures. They look like, not to be funny, but they look perfect. <laughs> we're certainly not. But he, um, I, I mean, I, he, it's God. God is in everything. I, Looking back, I mean, and like I said, that's a whole nother podcast story. I can see where God's hand was in everything. Um, But so at that moment, I'm five months pregnant. Like, so my next doctor's appointment, I find out I'm having a girl. (laughs) You know, usually you have to like wait a little while to find out. Right. Um, And so I was severely underweight. And so I want to say by the end of the next, you know, three to four months, I'd probably through going with withdrawals, and being pregnant, I probably put on a good 65, 70 pounds. I mean, like I made up for that last time being pregnant. Um, I went from, you couldn't tell to like girlfriends pregnant. (laughs) Um, And so after that, after having the baby, I'd say you probably lose a good 25, 30 pounds just through that process. But I ended up being, um, I was still close to almost 200 pounds. I want to say it was like 180 plus. And I went into a pretty deep postpartum depression. I'm assuming part of that was also, you know, my, just my brain was 
messed up from using drugs for many years. Mm -hmm. So that I'm sure had a huge part of it. And I was separated from my partner at the time, just trying to like, we didn't, first of all, we didn't have anywhere to live. He didn't have a job. Like he's having to do all this on his own side. And I'm living with my parents (laughs) with a baby and um, coming off of a drug addiction. So I'm in this deep depression and it was later that year, my mom was like, you need to start working out like you were an athlete. I played soccer all growing up. I was really active um, and something happened in my teen years that sent me down that addiction road. Like I said, whole different story for another day. Um, and so she took me to the gym with her and it was right there in Buford, the, um, Georgia Fitness. And I tried a yoga class with her and I hated it. <laughs> and it was not the instructor's fault. It was none of that. And my mom still loves to tell the story. Like I couldn't barely touch my toes. I hated it. And the problem with it at the time was I was so in my head. Like, so we were holding these poses and I was like, dear God, I'm going to murder someone in here. Like I'm losing my mind. And it's like all these demons just like yelling stuff at me. So I don't step into another yoga class probably for another six months. And it was actually a body flow class I stepped into next, which I find is like the introduction or if you will probably not appropriate to say but the gateway drug i feel like for yoga was body flow for me and so it's a les mills version of yoga and it's kind of a choreographed class so it goes with the music and it's more of a fitness-based yoga class and so i had a great instructor and i was just like wow i can do this like i want to look like her i want to you know be able to do all that stuff and so i got in Um, And within like the next year, I got certified to teach that. So I started teaching that. And like I said, it was kind of the gateway. So then I started like, well, where else could I go with this? And I found this instructor in Gainesville. Her name is Mary Benham. She had um, Flip Your Dog Yoga. I've been there. Yes. And so I walk into this class (laughs) and she's got tattoos. She's saying cuss words. I want to say there was like Eminem playing at one point (laughs) and Drake. And it's like, what this is yoga like oh my gosh i this is what i need and it's i had so many demons still and it's like i i needed to the physicality and it's almost like i needed to beat it out of myself right so to get to that point where i could sit with stillness and like begin to unpack like bethany what was going on within myself why i ended up where i was um and i was acting out a lot like just angry, you know, depressed, all this stuff. So I find me and I was like, whoa. <laughs> and I don't, I mean, looking back now, I can tell like I was through the physical practice, I started to unpack all this stuff. And I couldn't even tell you at the time, but it was like every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Even my my now husband then at the time once we started living together, he like knew like Bethany has to go do this. Like I had to. It was such a drive. Um, and so I practiced with her for, I want to say at least two years because I missed the first like cutoff for teacher training. And then that following year, I took my teacher training with her. So I graduated from that in 2018 um, and still took as many classes with her as I could. She's kind of like my yoga mama. Um, and then I've been teaching since 2018, just nonstop up until March. <laughs> until <laughs> everything stopped. Yes. Until everything stopped. Um And I mean, I was teaching as many classes as I could a week. Like it's been such a healing, transformative journey for me. And I'm not even, I can't even recognize that girl from seven years ago, but I still love her, (laughs) but I can't recognize her. Um, 
and just the way my body has changed, my mind, my spirit, it is, it's changed my whole life. And that is how I found yoga. I don't really have words. I'm shocked. Like, I know you said, like, you haven't told me this story. So this is my first time hearing it. And I, if you can see my face, I'm like, <laughs> oh, my goodness, I had no idea. And what's so like, I want to give you a hug. I'm giving you an air hug right now for Aww. even being brave to share, you, you know, your full story, even in a condensed version. But for those of you who maybe didn't pay attention or didn't know, um, the second episode I released was a guided meditation that Bethany recorded for us. And if I were to kind of put what you just told me side by side with the, the product of this journey and you being able to lead that meditation, like you have no idea the types of responses that I received. Her voice is amazing. Mm -hmm. This calmed me down so much. She put me to sleep. Like all of those things that you were able to take from your own, you know, transition or transformation to be able to impart peace and light and love to strangers is amazing. You're going to make me cry. Um, I mean, truly this is like God's calling on my life was, um, everything I've gone through and everything my husband went through, um, and to have a story of victory and to have a testimony to come through. And so the fact that I can, you know, touch strangers life, that means so much to me. Don't make me cry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to cry. Don't cry. No, you can cry. We're, we're emoting. We're people. You can cry. <laughs> so in your practice, like I know you've mentioned that your story, of course, is you, you saw God's hand in it and it's a miracle. Like we can just say that, like your transformation has been a miracle. Totally. And I know that you go to church and like you and I are both Christian. Um, have you heard or at least heard any grumblings or any feedback from people who say like the practice of yoga or the things that you do in this in this practice are not of God or like not in line with your faith? Oh, yes. <laughs> Especially in the South. <laughs> um, so Talk to me about Gaines it. Uh -huh. I have taught in Gainesville and I've taught in Buford. Uh, Buford, not as much, but there's been some in Gainesville. I've, it's, I've been told to my face that it's devil worship. Um, and I was doing something at a little retreat one time and um, it was for like a women's group, but someone wasn't comfortable coming because they knew there was going to be yoga. Um, so yes, <laughs> it is still definitely a thing. Um, and I don't want to tell anyone, you know what I mean? Like how to live or how to, to go for God, but there is a great, great quote, sorry. Um, actually from a yogi that is, if you can't see God in all, you can't see God. And I, again, I don't mean that in any way. Like I, if that's your belief, that's your belief and I am cool with it. We can totally be together and be friends even. Um, but in my life, I see God in everything. I see God in good. I see God in, in bad. I see God. God's hand is in it all, in my opinion. Um, and so I, there's, I mean, and there's even like holy yoga now. So where they are bringing in like scripture to the yoga class. And I mean, that's a beautiful thing too. That's not necessarily my lane. But that's a great way for, I think, Christians, especially if you wanted to get into yoga practice, but you weren't, you know, quite comfortable. Um, and I'd say most Western yoga, too. You're not going to necessarily walk into a class and have the teacher doing chanting or um, even the OM, which I love the OM. I wish we did more of. But 
it doesn't fly out here. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, and you're not going to have them talking in Sanskrit and calling the postures that way. That's much more of an Eastern class. Or maybe if you walked into like an Ashtanga studio, which is really um, a traditional type class, you would see that there. But for most Western yoga, um, and that's kind of the challenge is people come in because they're like, I want a fitness class. And so my job becomes then I'm going to sprinkle in a little bit of this, you know, yogic philosophy magic on you to where you leave and you're like, I feel great. <laughs> and you start to feel that change in your life. But yes, I don't ever push it on people, but I also feel like, you know, I don't, my, my God is not that insecure. <laughs> he is, he is in all and he can handle all and however you find him. Um, we all come a different way. Right. Well, preach, Bethany. <laughs> you know, what's interesting, too, is even just the scripture of meditate on the word, like saying day. meditate day and night. And I never really understood how to do that until I was introduced to yoga and to the practice of meditation, because you can't sit still and actually clear your mind or focus on something until no, no. you're required to sit still and quiet things to be able to do that. Yes. And most people need the physicality that leads up to that ending of that meditation. A lot of us, especially in a Western culture, need that because we are so go, go, go. Our phones are attached to us. We have a, a wristwatch that tells us when we have messages coming in. Um, it, or we have a wristwatch that even reminds us to breathe. I mean, we are so disconnected from that quiet, still place. And it, it, we're just bombarded. You know, so a lot of us, that's why the asana has taken the forefront, especially in the West. But yoga is so much more than just the postures on a mat. That's just the very first limb. There's a whole eight limbs of yoga. The first one is asana, and that's your physical practice. And that's just one. <laughs> we got seven more. So it's one eighth of the practice. But I would say, especially in the States and, you know, where we live, that's like all people know about yoga for the most part. I feel very uneducated right now. <laughs> so you have the asana is the first limb, which is the practices. And then you have the yamas and niyamas. So the yamas are your external disciplines and the niyamas are your internal disciplines. You've got pranayama, which is breath control, pratyahara, which is um, deprival of the senses. Then you have dharana, which is concentration, dhyana, which is the meditation, and then samadhi, which is one with one with God. That's probably like the ultimate. Yes, yeah. So that I mean, like Buddhist monks reach samadhi. We we might think of reaching samadhi like when we pass this earth, right, into our next life. That would be like our Western samadhi. So even with our yoga practice, what you know, some people may have no interest in the asana, and that's totally fine. So the physical postures, they're like, I can't dig this. The first class I walked into, I was like, oh, heck no. Um, but you can find your yoga. You can find your yoga hiking. You can find your yoga. If you like to run, like there's a certain place, apparently I'm told, runners get to where they're in this like you know, that's the runner's high. I've never experienced it, but <laughs> Me apparently either. it's a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually but like so, in pain, but okay. <laughs> I agree. I'm like, I've never reached this, this running high. I've gotten a yoga high, but, um, and so maybe that's your yoga, but the yoga philosophy is like how to live our lives, how to be a better person, how to be at peace 
internally, externally, like how to live in this world where we're bombarded, especially now. I mean, all the uncertainty in this world, all the, it's like every day more and more. So how can I live at peace with everything that's going around? Um, but also like not disconnect from it. So how can I not numb myself out? How can I stay present? How can I be a light in this world? Um, but also, you know, take care of myself because if we don't take care of ourselves internally and externally, we can't be that light. We can't go make the world better. We can't handle this, you know, bombardment. I feel like lately things are just thrown at us so fast. It's almost an attempt to to dim all of us, right? Dim our lights, keep us quiet, keep us scared, keep us hidden away. Um, so yes, this is where the other seven of those eight limbs become really important in our daily lives. I think the idea of yoga is still so new to a lot of us. Like, like we traditionally, I had known it as kind of a white girl thing, right? Like that wasn't something that I did. The idea or the image was always like the girl in her yoga pants with her messy bun and like her her <laughs> latte, you know, her iced coffee, like going her green juice, yeah, or whatever <laughs> it is, you know, kind of West Hollywood West Hollywood type of of look, right? Yeah, and I don't have a West Hollywood look. <laughs> So do I. <laughs> it's been hijacked. It has totally been hijacked. And we, we live in a capitalist um, world over here. And that's, you know, we benefit from that. But that also changes the way things are sold to us, I want to say. Um, you know what I mean? And so yoga is not necessarily you got to have the $100 yoga pants. You got to be stick thin. You got to be able to do a handstand. Like none of that's yoga. And so there's this one yogi I love, and I don't know if I can cuss on here, but he has a great quote. You can cuss. Just, okay. It's I'll just have to flag this can... explicit now, but go ahead. <laughs> he says, Brian Keston, and he's one of my favorites because he says stuff like this, but he said, just because you can do a handstand doesn't make you an, not an asshole. And that's really true. sums it up, right? So just because you're, you're stick thin or, and again, there's nothing wrong with that. They're serving a certain population, but you don't have to be any of those things to do yoga. And the great thing is we live 45 minutes from Atlanta. There are some incredible black yoga teachers in Atlanta. So you, I know not now because of COVID, but um, you can find a teacher who looks like you. You can find a teacher who resonates with you. The fact that I found Mary in Gainesville, there was like many days I've asked her, like, what are you doing here? How are, why are you in Gainesville? Like she just didn't fit in there necessarily. Like she, I found her like a little diamond in the rough. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's really about connecting with the teacher and finding, and you can now, what's great too, is there's so many more people, um, talking about like the body positivity thing. You don't have to be thin to do yoga. Some people come to yoga, you know, they think for weight loss and stuff. And what happens is, you start to feel better taking care of yourself. So you start to eat better naturally because you're like, I want to feel good. I want to do my practice. And it's just, it's a natural progression, like taking care of yourself, loving your body. You treat yourself better, right? You eat better. You, you're more in tune with what's going on inside. And so you tune in. It's not necessarily like I'm going to get a great butt because I do yoga. Like it's a nice side effect, but that's not necessarily right the the practice well what and i think pose gives you a great butt <laughs> lots of chair poses lots uh, of chair poses okay 
<laughs> that wasn't for me because I already have one. But that was for somebody who wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still chasing that great yoga, but no. And, you know, and when I found it, like I said, I was, I've lost, um, over the last seven years, I've probably lost, you know, 35, 40 pounds from where I started. But again, it, it's not just the yoga, which certain types of yoga will put you in fat burning mode. But you start to feel better mentally. You start to feel better spiritually. You want to start to feel better physically. And you start to honor your body. like in, And that's part of yoga is like honoring your body where you are, honoring your body for what it can do today, honoring the work you put on on your mat. Um, and it's just a whole change in your attitude, right? I found that. Um, I started, I, I say ac- like I'm an accidental yogi because I'm like, I still do body flow. So the, the program you mentioned earlier, body flow is, is my intro and it's kind of my safety body zone. Body flow is great. I it's love great. body flow. And particularly because we're again. home, I have on demand so I can just do them um, without, you know, because I don't have a class to go to. But for me, it was, quote, easy because I'm already just naturally flexible because I'm hyperdextrous, like I'm double jointed and stuff. Oh, are you? Yes. I've noticed you're flexible, but I never knew you were. That's flexible. why, because I'm double jointed. My, my joints what? roll. Yeah. So because some of the poses came easy because I'm like, oh, I can just touch my arms behind my back because, my, <laughs> you know, I, they don't, my joints don't stay still. So those things were easy to me. And so like maybe I would start to post pictures of, you know, things in class because it was fun for me too. And it was also challenging. And then I noticed people would say, well, I'm not flexible. I can't do that. And then what I learned from you with you sharing that you couldn't even touch your toes when you started to now you were like full on mermaid posing, (laughs) (laughs) which I'll have to use it as the image for this, this, um, episodes so people can see you mermaid posing but like yes. full on with your foot in the middle of your elbow <laughs> and I'm going she couldn't touch her toes before oh no no I was so tight and I, I mean I had a busted knee I'd fractured both my kneecaps from soccer um so it was really hard to do like like single leg poses and my feet were messed up from soccer um so I've I've healed my feet I've healed my knee like it is a healing practice done crop properly. Like, so I always encourage people. I know we have to do a lot online right now, just because we have to, but if you can get to a studio, eventually like a good instructor, there is no replacement for that because they can watch your body and they can see what you're doing. They can see imbalances and they can help you heal your body. But yet the flexibility thing, I let people tell me that all the time. Well, like I'm, I'm not flexible enough to do yoga and it cracks me up every time. I'm like, that's like saying, I'm dirty, so I can't take a bath. Like, no, that's why you take a bath. That's why you do yoga, right? Yoga will help you become more flexible if that's your goal. And I feel like we all come to it for different reasons, right? I I came to it for all the wrong reasons, and a lot of us do, and that's fine. So I wanted to be flexible. I wanted to be thinner. I wanted to be able to do some of these big power poses because that's what made me feel good. But what I stayed for was the transformation in my mind and in my heart and in my spirit. And that's the magic of yoga. Like if you get, it gets you in and then you stay right for the the transformation um, throughout your life. But I do believe a good instructor is, is necessary to help kind of bridge that gap and to help you stay and to not injure yourself and make things accessible to you that may not otherwise be. 
I would agree. Um, I, I appreciate being corrected. You know, like when you're holding a pose and you may be about to injure yourself or that you could cause injury and, and you, um, what's your friend's name? Is it Lauren that you also, um, co-teach with sometimes? Oh, Lindsay. Lindsay. Lindsay Smith. I'm yeah. sorry, Lindsay. Hey girl. Um, <laughs> that, you know, both of you being able to correct me or to say, Hey, your leg is, a, you're, you know, you're a little bit, um, disjointed here or you're not aligned with you know where your body should be your you know just those sorts of things that help and I think too because it's a it's like a kinesthetic learning yeah once you learn the pose and how it feels like you can then remember how to get back there 100% it's about the proprioception and so a lot of that stuff like yes there are and there's lots of traditional alignment and I, I love that the way my trainer Mary trained me was for an American body So we aren't skinny Indian boys. I'm stealing that line from her. Um, She would always say that in class, like, take your feet wider. You have hips. Like, we have to change it for our bodies, right? Um, And so learning these, the alignment is super helpful. But part of learning that alignment is just to get people out of their heads. Like, if I can get you to pay attention to your big toe and pay attention to what you're doing with that thigh bone, all of a sudden you're focused there and your mind is elsewhere. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like all those thoughts, like my grocery list, what am I eating for dinner? She said this to me at work, like all that's all of a sudden gone. And all you're doing is looking at your big toe. Like that's really what I want to get people to do. All the other stuff is just extra. Like, I just want to get people out of their, their day-to-day rush in their heads. But to do that, we have to use the asana. That's like our tool to get people out of their their headspace. And it works. It's the only thing that I can do <laughs> that keeps me totally present because I, I can't be thinking about my trip next week if I'm balancing on a leg. Like, exactly. I can't. A hundred percent. So that was. I know. And it, yeah. it cracks me up to the people who think yoga isn't hard or they're like, that's not a workout. I'm like, you have taken the wrong classes. <laughs> Speaking of workout, you've also taught me. Um, aerial yoga a few times which is crazy but it's good crazy it's so much fun it is so much fun and it honestly it it again it takes it like getting out of your head to the next level because you really find out like I don't expect people to trust me especially their first time but I expect you to trust you you know what I mean and so there's parts where we go upside down and it's it's super safe when done again with an instructor and in a proper setting um, but it's, it's so fun to watch people get out of their comfort zone, try something different. And honestly, Ariel has certain poses that can make them much more accessible to you. If you don't have some of that flexibility necessarily that you might need on the mat class. Uh, but it's such a fun and it's just like being a big kid, right? You're mm-hmm. sitting on a swing, <laughs> you're in a hammock at one point, you're going so upside down. Yeah. Yes. Now I, the first class I took was I flip your dog. And it actually was a gift for uh, a, fr- a few friends of mine had purchased um, a gift card for me to go take yoga classes there um, as a part of like my grief therapy when my, when my dad died. So that was how I got to flip your dog. Yeah. And again, I couldn't be in my head if I'm upside down. Nope. So I went and my first thought, cause I'm not a small girl was, is this rope going to hold me? Like, are these, these, this doesn't look strong enough, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was a little nervous, but they're like, yeah, they're like bolted to the ceiling oh, yeah. and can hold like 500 pounds or something like that. So I was like, okay, I feel, I'm, I'm not 500 pounds. I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> but I, that was my first thought was if this thing tumbles down. 
you know. Uh, trust, see? But then it's, I, it's like a trust I, fall. It is, it is. <laughs> so I got in there, and just like you said, um, being able to stretch in a way that you can't stretch on the ground or being having accessibility to poses that you can't get on the ground and feeling feeling almost weightless in a sense. Oh, yeah, and light, and yeah, it's graceful. It's it's really fun, and I've had some people in there who are, like, scared to death, and by the end of class, they are flipping around in that thing, mm-hmm. like, and, you know, like, they've done it before, and it's just a very freeing, fun way to exercise, and it's super sneaky exercise. Like, you don't realize all the work you're doing till you're done. The next day. <laughs> like, wow, yeah. Yeah, like, wow, I was using some muscles mm-hmm. there. Core. That core. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. So much core. Yes. Core and upper body from pushing yourself and, and it's, I, I want to go back. See, but I know soon. Okay. Yes. Okay. Once this passes, this too shall pass and we will all be able to go back to having fun classes. Hopefully yeah. <laughs> we need to make a, a yoga Atlanta trip together. That would be fun. Like a yoga trail or just like go take a class in Atlanta with some of these great instructors. I'm down. Once once they all open again. Yeah. Hopefully if they all open again. Don't dampen the mood. Like that makes me sad <laughs> thinking about like when. I'm sorry. Yes. When they when, open. When we, we need to make a yoga field trip and go try out some of these great instructors' classes. For sure. Um, the other thing that you touched on that I wanted to come back to was you like you said, um, and I might be saying the wrong phrase, but the word that I'm thinking of is 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 having grace or appreciation for your body. Like that's not what you showed up for, but that's what you kind of get if you stick with yes. it. And I yes. think it's so cool because we can be so hard, especially as women, we can be so hard on our bodies. It, it, you know, it doesn't look like this or I've gained weight or I wish I, you know, had smaller hips or whatever those things are. And as you start appreciating what it can do for you through yoga, you start to have a lot more grace with the body that you have. Completely and appreciating it. And I'm not going to lie. I still have those days like, you know, like I'm not the thinnest yogi. Um, And I still have, you know, I have hips. I have um, a mom stomach still like I don't have a six pack abs. And so there's still the days where I can be so hard and so mean to myself. And I'm like, you know, like, God, I got a muffin top on these leggings, whatever it is. But the difference I notice now is I can separate from those thoughts very, very quickly. And I can see them for exactly what they are. And they don't control my whole day like they used to. And I can very quickly go from a place of cruelty to myself to a place of like, gratitude and appreciation for what this body has been through for what this body can do and for what this body like is headed towards so instead of like sulking in it like oh i'm you know because we all have those days it's just natural hormones call it what you will Mm -hmm. but now i can separate and i i can see the whole picture and not just get stuck in that constant hamster wheel of negative self-talk that's beautiful Yes. And we are our harshest critics. Like sometimes I wish, I wish like even with girlfriends I talk to, I'm like, if only they could see how I see them. Right. And so sometimes I wonder, like, I would love to see me through how others see me or see me how God sees me. And that immediately pulls me out of that too. Cause think of all your girlfriends, right? They're beautiful. Are they not? And you're like, they're the most gorgeous people. And you say all these nice things about them. And then you're like, why do I do this to myself? Like, where's the disconnect and what why 
Because I guarantee you all your girlfriends see you in that same light. The guys, too. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's true. We are our harshest critic. I'm like, I don't have her, you know, her cheeks or I don't have her this. And it's like they're looking at you like, you're so beautiful, too. And, and you're totally. you don't see it because you're too close to it. It's you. right? Totally. And it's beyond the physical, too. It's like we're, we see each other's light and we see each other's aura um, and like that sparkle in each other's eyes. And honestly, oh, that perfectly brings us to namaste i was gonna say right? is that our namaste yes tell us is. what namaste actually means so it's it's i see and i honor the light within you and so it's it's that recognition so it's a a greeting in india but it's it's the recognition of the light or the soul or the divine in another person so that's why we say it at the end of our practice and tell us why it's a practice Oh, Lord, <laughs> it will forever be a practice there. I will always be a student. I will always be a pr practitioner because you never there's always more and your body is always going to be changing. So, you know, so you may go through having a baby, you may go through aging or you will go through aging um, and you have to approach your your practice different every day, um, depending if you've gone through some trauma. Right. Or we've lost a loved one or like we're collectively going through a trauma, I would say worldwide right now. Um, and we store that stuff in our bodies and in our, in our muscles and our tissues differently. So if you look at Eastern um, like meridians and lines on the body, they actually show like you for females, we hold our emotional stress right in this band around our hips. And then we're like, why are our hips so tight? My hips you know, are like, so tight right now. <laughs> like, yeah, yes. we are holding mm -hmm. it all in there. Mm -hmm. um, and so we carry our tension in different places and especially emotional trauma. Um, undealt with trauma can can get into your body as pain. And so sometimes we we have those releases within class or sometimes we can have those releases with a therapist or something. Um, but yes, that's why our it's a continual practice because we're continually changing and evolving and aging. And so it's just different and you can't expect your body, you know, just because you did a pose yesterday and you nailed it, you can't expect it to do it the next day. And so that's why it's a lot of, you know, dropping of the ego and really tuning in to like what's best for Bethany's body today and her heart and her soul. And sometimes it's just... Child's sitting pose, or just sitting yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It really is. Yes. I was super humbled one time um, because that, that is my problem is I like to go, I like to get really physical, really hard practice. I want to be drenched like, and it, it can be an ego thing with me, but it's also, I, I'm rebuilding my body and like, I appreciate every chaturanga this body can do because mm -hmm. I almost destroyed her. Right. I, I, it's a miracle. I did not. Um, and so there was this class I went to one time and I'm down in Roswell and I hadn't felt good leading up to it, but I'm too prideful and ego filled at this point to be like, no, I'm going to cancel the class. Cause I was going with a friend. Um, and so I show up and it's a hot class and in Atlanta, when they say hot, they are not freaking kidding. It was like close to a hundred degrees and no airflow. And I think I like came on with fever as I'm getting there. And again, I'm too prideful to just be like, no, I should go home. So I get in this class and this man, I, within two minutes, I was in child's pose and I did not leave child's pose <laughs> so much so that my friend behind me is like poking me like, are you okay? And then the instructor even comes over and is like, 
are you sure you're okay? Do you need to leave? And I'm like, nope, I'm going to sit here and chat. Because <laughs> I kid you not, I did. But when I tell people in class, you can take child's, but like, I mean it and I've done it. But yes, it is, it is your two by six little sanctuary. Your yoga mat is, and you don't need to worry about what anyone else in the room is doing, what anyone else um, is looking at. Cause I guarantee you, they're not looking at you. We're also in our own heads and on our own mats. Like that's number one. No one's looking at you. I promise we're trying not to fall ourselves. Uh, but second of all, like, you have to tune in and uh, any good instructor will would never call you out for for not doing what they're necessarily saying so being able to to take control you know on your mat and really tune in and like this is my space this is my personal little happy space what's making me happy today i'm sorry i was in i was visioning myself on the <laughs> in <laughs> In a class again, like, I'm just sorry, I, I got lost in the oh, I in the idea of sitting in my little space yes. in a studio. It's going to be such a happy day it will. when we can all run in there and hug each other. Even if we can't hug each other, we can just run into the studio and stay six feet apart. I am so excited for that day. So I have a proposition. Yes, ma'am. Off the top of the head. There is a winery near us that told me. I can use their vineyards for a class. Hint. Oh, I would love Hint. to do that. Okay. Yes, let's do it and get your podcasters out there. Say less. Yes. Okay. Details to come. Wine and flow. <laughs> let's do it. Just just so happened that they said, sure, out there in the fields. What? Yes. Yes, I would love to. That's safe. Yeah. Okay. Have a glass and a flow with Joe. <laughs> I love Do it. the flow first, though. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> One glass of wine's okay, but after the second, yeah. For inversions, I always tell people, and again, this was my trainer, and I hear her voice. Like, at, my yoga mama will always be in my voice. But, yeah, she one glass, your inversions are good. Two glasses, you're going to injure yourself. So one glass. Okay. Just Might make start. you a little looser. Yeah. Okay. We'll do <laughs> You'll that. be like a yoga goddess out there trying mm. anything. <laughs> Don't hype me up, Bethany. It doesn't take much. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> it doesn't take much. <laughs> I want to stop and talk a little bit about, you said you, you have rebuilt your body um, yes. from injury and from trauma through yoga. Is that a part of the restorative yoga practice? Um, it can be, yes. I can teach a restorative class. It's not necessarily my wheelhouse. Okay. I feel like... Um, Typically, I teach a power class or like a vinyasa, which is, is a flow. So you're, you're matching your breath with your movements and it's a continuous moving. I like to think of it almost like a meditative dance. For me, the healing in my body was rebuilding strength. So that is what really draws me in. And then I'm naturally lean. So we could even get into Ayurveda now, which is like the sister science of yoga. But so there's three kinds of body types. I lean into a pitta kapha body type so it's the fire and the earth so i've got I'm a, not larger boned but i mean I've, I've i've got big bones um but i like i lean towards that fire in my practice so sometimes i do need a restorative like to chill myself out and to um, bring it down a few notches but typically i feed off that fire and the intensity in the practice what healed my body was learning how to stand properly in my feet how to support myself properly in my feet um, and then from there, how to 
engage certain muscles and like a strength, strengthening the muscles around my knee, especially the one I was on crutches on for about six months, my right knee got really weak and all the muscles around it. So learning all these different ways to engage your muscles because it's all connected. And so 80% of people's problems is mainly in their feet and we're in shoes all day. And especially women, we're in those crazy heels a lot, right? And we, we lose touch with our feet. Our feet should be as dexterous as our hands, but how many of us could use our toes like to hold something, right? Or could even use our toes to, to individually push each toe down. And how many of us can even comfortably spread our toes for a long time? I'm right? practicing so, right now. as you <laughs> Yeah. It's, and so our feet start to come into atrophy. And when that happens, we start to lose, um, muscles definition and recognition up the legs and it goes into the hips and the low back and so it's all connected and all our our tissue and myofascial lines and i mean i could anatomy geek out with you on this for a really long time but just to simplify it it's all connected you can't have a shoulder injury without it infect affecting your your other hip like it's gonna affect it all along the line and so really it's an integral integrating practice like you can't just focus on one part you know what i mean like so i want to say i want to just build my glutes there's no way to just do that in yoga you're going to get all the other benefits as well um it's very wholesome practice and holistic view of the body i like that many times we try to spot train or like spot target and yes. instead of the the entire picture or the holistic view which i really appreciate me too yes and it, it just brings it all into better focus and again it, it just encourages you to take better care of yourself on every level and in every way it's amazing i'm just i don't know i feel a lot of good energy right now i'm just feeling a lot of good light coming through talking to you so, oh, so i'm pausing you. i'm kind of ruminating on it I love that. So we've reached the end of our chat. We're at our last segment that I call last call. And it kind of would be your final words or what you want to leave with us today. So whether that you touched on so many things um, in this in this short time, but is there something that you want to leave us with? <laughs> I can talk about yoga all day, but I can also go off on side rants. They were all very good, though. They, <laughs> okay, like, they good. all need their own little spotlight because now oh, I'm perfect. like, oh, she's she schooled me just and it's just the intro to all these things. I'm going, <laughs> wow, there's so much more to learn. Oh, my gosh, there's so much. I, I really would just want to encourage people that it's it's never too late. You're never too far gone. And yoga is not just for able bodied, skinny white people. It's for everyone and it's for everybody. And you can start if you will just trust yourself and you will give yourself time, patience and practice. You would be amazed with what will happen in your body and in your heart and in your soul. Um, and that's really like that is that is the yoga. Namaste. Namaste, friend. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored. Wait, before I let you go, I have to tell everybody okay. this. So Bethany's been doing stand-up paddleboard yoga. Yes. And she's like, you should come on and do it. So we live. You should. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So we <laughs> live in the Atlanta area near a little 
lake called Lake Lanier that everyone in Atlanta knows you don't go into. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, we're going to do stand up paddleboard in Lake Lanier. And I'm like, I'm already not. My balance is okay on solid ground, but put me on a paddleboard in the lake. Probably gonna You're fall. Going in. Exactly. I know I'm gonna fall at least 17 times. Everyone does. You go in. But I'm scared I won't come out. So what if we did it on Lake Burton? Would you go in Lake Burton? Where is that? <laughs> it's a little bit north of Helen, but it's clear water and it's beautiful and it's not built on an old town. <laughs> it's, so it's not cursed. Okay, yes, I go yes. I go there. <laughs> I'm just afraid of not coming out. And then you gotta tell my mama what happened. We will have life jackets too. And there will be a certified, um, he's a swim coach and he's a paddleboard instructor. So okay. he's there too. We can do that. Yes. He will dive and rescue. Okay. I feel better now. <laughs> See? See? Thank you. Although I don't know about mouth to mouth in our COVID situation. <laughs> sign a waiver beforehand. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. But if people wanted to connect with you, follow you, follow your practice, maybe sign up for a class in the future, how can they find you? So I am on Instagram as the letter B period Lord period yoga. Um, I also have a fun little page with my friend Lindsay Smith, who you're talking about. We haven't done a whole lot on it and we'll probably switch it up here soon. Um, we're kind of looking to grow a power yoga practice in the Buford and surrounding areas, but that is at Splendid South Yoga. So yeah, and I, right now I'm at Life Move Studio in Buford, and I do one gym class um, out in Buford as well on Friday afternoons. If anyone's in the Hamilton Mill area, you can hit me up at Bodyplex Hamilton Mill. They have a great drop-in rate, or if you're a member. But yeah, I do privates. I'm all over the place trying to do a lot of outdoor yoga now. Um, And so I'll be definitely posting about all that stand-up paddleboard yoga. It really is so much fun. We can't do the aerial right now just for cleaning purposes of the fabric. We don't, you know, I can't promise those will be 100% clean. So I've switched over to paddleboard and it's absolutely so much fun. And that's one too, like if you just want to paddleboard and then sit on your board, you can just sit on your board. I might <laughs> take that option. On, you can. <laughs> Shavasana on the board is the best because you're like floating. It's a little bit of waves and you got, it's beautiful. Ooh. And the spot on the lake we found is really beautiful and secluded um, in a safe space where there's not a lot of boats and like traffic going by. So it will be a really fun thing. And then obviously I'm going to be posting about our wine and flow with Joe. So keep a lookout for all that. I'm sold. This is beautiful. Thank you so much. And thank you for your practice. Oh, thank you for having me, friend. Namaste.